In today's episode, once again, we speak to Alina Timofibia. Alina is an associate partner, multi-award winning professional in cloud, TEDx speaker, mentor, and podcaster. Alina is a multi-award winning female leader who helps females and immigrants persevere in a world where their gender, culture, and history can be a roadblock to building the life they dream of. And in today's episode, we speak to Alina about how you can be failing again and again, but never giving up. So failing but never giving up. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the charming, the lovely Alina Timofova. Welcome, Alina. Thank you very much, Gul. You always give me the compliments. Oh, you deserve it. I love the yellow on you, by the way. For those of you watching YouTube, you know, she looks really pretty in yellow. Okay, Alina, um, everyone's heard how amazing you are. And I'm sure they remember you from Friday Feature. But once again, tell us in your own words what it is that you do. So I'm an associate partner in Oliver Wyman, a strategic company based in London, but actually a global one. And I help day-to-day big organizations like big banks, like HSBC, JP Morgan, on their journey to digital transformation, making it in a safe, secure, and cost-effective way. Wonderful. And today we're going to talk, because everyone remembers your journey, which was quite interesting from Fire the Future, where we discussed the, the, the journey of this young immigrant girl coming by herself to London to work in not in McDonald's because she didn't want to but was purposely worked as a you know came as a graduate student and then had all her challenges that went with it but today's topic is all about you know failing but never giving up Um, why is this topic so important to you tell us that I mean, I personally believe when we look at corporate leaders, they never tell us the story, which really happens. So you think this is such an awesome guy. He went to Cambridge and he achieved all his promotions and he's now an MD and head of whatever in Barclays, right? So this is no specific person. But what I'm trying to say, when I came as an immigrant to the UK, I used to think these are such outstanding people, the people with 25 years of experience, how wonderful they are. And they never said the truth of, you know, what it actually cost them. Mm-hmm. And they never, even if you look at LinkedIn, everybody is like, oh, I'm so great. I want this award, this award and this award. But you never actually know how they experience it. Mm. I think I think you're, you're absolutely right. This is why we share our Friday feature. This is why I came up with Friday feature for our guests, because I don't want people to just be speaking to superstars. I want people to understand these superstars are just average day people every in every joe blogs they've just achieved extraordinary things by having an extraordinary mindset but individually they have their own challenges and they've had their failures and they've had their challenges and this is why i think with our podcast friday future has become such a popular segment people want to listen to these stories when people shy i think when these corporate um because i come from the corporate world 
you know, you don't, you don't talk about your failures. You don't talk about your downside. You don't talk about your challenges. You just talk about, I'm so wonderful. I've had this, I've got this car and I've got this. And it's very pretentious, but that can you really give you a false idea of what success means because success does not have a straight route. You have your topsy-turvy ups and downs and curves and backs and forth. And before, you know, you sometimes take 10 steps back before you take 11 steps forward. And this is why I think this topic is so important. So talk us through, you know, how do you deal with failures? I mean, I experience them day to day. I mean, I'm happy to say that I got promoted, but to be honest, I still experience failures, even though I'm now perhaps more senior than I was seven and a half years ago. So the way I try to look at it is that failure is an opportunity to grow. So I used to think about it completely differently. I used to get very upset and, you know, cry and be depressed. But I did figure out that I need to change my mindset because otherwise I'm not going to live for a long time time and I'm probably going to die young. Mm -hmm. So I do think about failure as an opportunity to grow. I do think that outside of that, it would be better if all of us could share the failures in front of the public or in front of our colleagues so that we as a team or we as a community can grow and learn together. Because when it's these wonderful individuals that have never had a flaw in their life and you look at them and you think about them, it's very hard for or the people like myself or the people, you know, more junior to myself to actually deal with our own failures. Whereas if people are open and people want to share their experiences and the learnings and just, you know, how it felt and perhaps they didn't feel very well um, and how they came out of it, it's something which actually motivates and inspires others. And something which I've been doing, I have been sharing some of maybe the earlier failures on my LinkedIn and many of the people, which was very surprising to me, they came out and said that your content is different from what we tend to see from the leaders and it's just something motivated which gives us authenticity and it just gives us a more truer representation of how you can feel as an immigrant, as a woman, as a person in technology, as a person just in a normal job. And I do think that it's important to try to A, share them and B, to do to see them more as an opportunity to learn and to grow rather than seeing them as a setback. Mm. I think I think you're you're absolutely right. We have to share our vulnerability. We have to share the times when we fell and then we had to get up and dust ourselves and move forward. I think the the definition of a great leader and a great success is not the achievements, but the number of times they fall and get up again and brush themselves and carry on going. Having the courage to get up from a failure is what defines a character. It's very easy to carry on going if you're, if all you're receiving is success. Very easy. It's difficult and I think more rewarding when you've had challenges and you have one success and two failures and three successes and one failure and that, you know, the yo-yo thing that you end up doing. But that's what develops character. But I think I think, the, I think most a lot of people are too embarrassed to share their failures. I don't, I don't think they, they don't want to share it. I think they're too embarrassed to share it. So how do you overcome this embarrassment of sharing your failures? Well, originally, and if you remember from the last episode, I was brought up by my grandmother. So she was like, 
should never share anything bad about yourself. If anybody asks you, everything is fine and don't complain. And like, it's only your sacred people, like your family and, and you know, like super close people, only then you can maybe, you know, show that, yeah, 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 something happened. But if you go outside and talk to neighbors, never say anything. Um, and I guess I just started, I mean, to be honest, I started sharing failures just because I was quite miserable and I didn't have yeah. anyone to talk to. But it was perceived as very um, difficult in the company where I used to work. So everybody was like so sad, like sad in a way like they said, don't say it, don't say it. That's not how our company is built. You can't be so straightforward. You can't say that something happened. You can't say that there is no pipeline or you can't say that there is no, I don't know, you feel bad. So I got a lot of resistance, to be honest, and not just in one company, but in every single company in which I work so far. So I do think that it's important to share. I do think that there is resistance. I do think that there is an element of maybe how straightforward you are versus how much people can take it on. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am hoping that with time, it's going to be a topic which people can openly share rather than just, you know, writing notes. Mm. I think I think that's the difference between the online world and um, and the corporate world. This is one of the biggest distinctions I've had. I think on the online space, the more authentic and real you are, the more people connect with you. So, one of we're very blessed with our with our podcast. We've had over at the time of this recording, we've had over six hundred thousand downloads. And we're, we're crossing over, we've crossed over 300 episodes. And I think the success of this podcast is due to the fact that, yes, I talk, I teach on, you know, because we have distinct features. I, I teach on Mondays and I give my life perspective and I'm giving something about mindset. But I'm always sharing my vulnerability. I'm always sharing how where I'm goofed up, where I've made a mistake, where I've done this and whatever else. I'm very, very open and very vulnerable. And I I, I, I always say I'm a I'm a work in progress so here's my you know this is where i fall on um, and i share that for my own journey and then when i interview people as, as we as we unraveled on, on the fire feature i dig in and i find those aspects to my clients where they faulted where they fell and when they had challenges and this is received so well by the online community because it makes those people human not superman but man somebody who's or a woman who's achieved amazing things but they are still normal everyday people that is what brings hope to those people who are going through those troubles and challenges themselves and realize well if he or she can get through it so can i and i'm sure your story that we shared on friday feature would give so many people hope that if that girl can do it, if that woman can do it i can you know there's nothing there's nothing holding me back she had all those challenges. Like, I'm born in this country and I'm not an immigrant. Why can't I achieve X, Y, and Z? It doesn't matter what my upbringing or my, what I'm led to believe. And as a woman, um, you know, I know there's a pay, gender pay gap in, in UK as well. We have other challenges and stuff like that. But, I mean, you can still say, well, if she as a woman can come from another country, which a lot of the time, and again, because of the war going on at the moment, is it's it's vilified you know people are really really annoyed and angry with, with russia and, and by the way you know russia's getting all the blame for um, uh, rising prices and oil prices and everything else that's going everything else is going pots i hope you are enjoying today's episode if you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset then please register for my abundance mindset makeover workshop 
by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So you're coming from a culture that has been vilified, yet you're standing your ground and you're being your, you know, you're, you're being true and authentic to yourself. This is what's going to inspire people. And this is what's going to help people to grow and allow themselves to come out their challenges more than the fact that you've achieved to become an, uh, you know, an associate, a partner at such a young age. Don't you agree? Yeah, so I do. And I do want to say that when I did come to UK and definitely when I was getting like growing up in Russia, I didn't have any podcasts, right? Maybe they existed, but I didn't really go into the podcast and I didn't have this, I don't know, Tony Robbins or somebody else is going to say, yeah, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. So it was a little bit of voice in my head and was like, oh, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. But it was also driven, as I said in the previous version, it was driven from kind of the misery a little bit because I was like, I can't pay rent, I can't go out, I can't pay my bills, so I need to do something. Like, I just can't live like this anymore. And I do definitely agree that it would encourage people, you know, when you say just like you, you know, I came around, I had two suitcases in 2014 when I came. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any family. In fact, the only person who I seemed to like kind of dumped me by the time I came. So I was very sad and very depressed and very like unhappy and not particularly good in, I guess, soft skills and speaking and talking and working, etc. So I was very disappointed, but there wasn't anybody who I could connect with because everybody was like, I'm a star. I joined this company. I'm the only one and the most wonderful and beautiful person. So it was hard. Right. But I do agree that when you connect with somebody who you can connect with, either it's like they have experienced similar challenges or even they just experience challenges and they talk about it, you can kind of relate that, you know, as you said, this person had this problem and they kind of dealt with it and something came out. What I really believe is still there is never a point where you're like completely, you went up and it's always up because it always goes like up and down, up and down, up and down. And even now I experience up and down, up and down. It may be different down and different up, but it's still up and down. Yeah. And I and I completely understand that. Okay, that you know, I think the people that's why I think the, the rise of the podcast has come because people do need this medium to give them the support that's required. But you have to you do have to have a voice inside of you to understand say, okay, I can get through this. There's a phrase that I heard, um, was it Denzel Washington? I think it was. I think he was he was he was talking on another podcast and he said one of the best phrases he's ever, ever learned was this too shall pass. And that's, that's how he addresses everything, good times and bad times. And I think you mentioned that earlier too, too, you know, that you, you try to be where it doesn't matter how good it is, it'll be fine. It doesn't matter how bad it is, it's fine. You start to stay in, in the middle. And I think this, this phrase sums it up. This too shall pass. If you're having a, the world, you know, the best time in the world, be grounded because this too shall pass. And if it's the worst time in the world, Stay grounded, stay humble, because this too shall pass. Don't you agree? Yes, yes, I do. And I was saying, as I was saying in the previous version, so there is like more the practical meditation, which helps you address it more on the body way, mm-hmm. like just the equanimity. So I've been trying to follow it. I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but I'm on my journey to just not have it only in my head as a you know thought or as a catchy phrase, but actually to experience it. Hmm. I think I think we need to have 
an equilibrium approach to our successes and our failures. And we cannot have one with the other. In all honesty, when I look back in my life, I can't think that my successes would be there had I not been through those failures. It's just one of those things. My failures have made me who I am and have have developed my character. And because of my character, I had achieved my success. That's the only way that I can think that this is why, you know, the universal energy has put me through that. And my, 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 I'm, I'm very blessed at the moment for the, my businesses, but you know, one thing my family goes, Oh, Google's very strong. But I think had I not been through those experiences that I have been, I would not be that strong. So wouldn't you say that your failures shape your character to become that, um, you know, to be able to become successful? So I definitely would say that. And I think one of the reasons, you know, like this whole immigrant thing and how I progress fast is sometimes I feel that if you were born in this country and perhaps you weren't exposed to all these failures and challenges, you don't, you like, you are not stressed enough, like as in stressed by life or stressed by the situation. That's why you don't want to go above and beyond to go and achieve something. And what I found very funny is I was doing a TED talk recently, which was about fail, but never give up. And some of the commentary from the people were like, oh, I actually always had it as a privilege because I had the parents and I had the education and I had this and I had this, but I never actually, you know, like was grateful for it. And now like I see this woman who had so many hurdles and I actually understand that, yes, other people don't get it from birth and they have to fight for it. And only then they become successful at some point in time. Yeah. And I'm glad that you have done your TED talk because you have brought, you've highlighted this idea that, because from the outside point of view, if they look upon you, and, and you know, for those of you um, on YouTube will understand, but on the podcast, um, I can say, you know, Lina is very, very pretty. So you, they look at you and say, oh, this pretty young girl who's come off and she's doing so well, you know, she's lucky. So you would be classified as lucky. That's you. You're just lucky. But what would you say to someone who says you're just lucky Alina well to be honest I used to be told that I'm quite ugly and I used to be much better than I am so I have to overcome that as well oh wow I I somehow always had people that however how whatever I am always found something wrong okay that's that's a that's a different story for different scenario so um well if I can share with me I I was I was told I was really ugly so I you know but, uh, by my ex and had yeah he, he had me believing I think the worst part is when you believe that you're ugly or you believe you're fat so you start believing those lies but <laughs> putting them to one side um now coming from this angle people say people look at you and say well hang on a minute you are this beautiful highly successful woman you got to complain about you must have had you know things must have been handed down to you you know you would have, you've just you know all the success has fallen into your lap how would you respond to that well i probably say you don't know, like this picture about the iceberg but i would probably really talk about some of my stories which i had you know like i don't i didn't live with my parents because i don't have parents and i was separated from them i didn't really have money i was from an educated family in like a very poor avenue of russia mm-hmm. and as you can see russia is not always portrayed great because no. when i came to the uk everybody was asking me 
oh, you must be a spy. How about Novichok? How about AK-47? And they made a movie about me in my first company. So basically the graduate, I mean, it's in a movie, but the graduate is like a person in a bar and I'm like a Russian person another graduate, but actually I'm not the graduate. I come and seduce him and I get all the confidential information and I call Putin and I say like, this is everything. These are all the files. And like, it was seriously like the first, the first episode, which was done with me in my training, uh, which I found quite funny at the time. <laughs> but I don't think that's funny. I don't find that funny at all. <laughs> I, I, I think, find it horrific. I, I mean, the second video they've done with me is, I was a woman and I was the victim of sexual harassment that was like in the same training. So I was basically in all the videos for the training. Um, it wasn't like a professional video, but it was more like, you know, how do the grads kind of think about you? It was like a training type of thing. Wow. Uh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> well, on that note, we'll wrap this up. Any final comments, any final thoughts uh, to leave people about failing but never giving up? I mean, I would probably say that don't wait for an inspiration because you can sit here and you can think that one day something is going to come to your head and you're going to be super inspired by listening to me, listening to Gull or listening to Tony Robbins or to somebody else. The reality is it's all hard work, right? And it's always ups and downs. So the quicker you can start taking action, and I'm a strong believer into the power of action, mm -hmm. you know, the quicker you're going to realize, you know, Something is happening, something may not be happening, maybe you need to adapt. And I think one of the biggest things which helped me work with the failures kind of faster is adapting, is getting the people's feedback and adapting as I go, rather than, you know, waiting for three years, seeing a failure and then kind of being upset and then waiting another three years, seeing a success. So this adaptation is quite important. And it, it takes a little bit of courage because not always do you want to be receptive to other people, not always do you want to ask their opinion, not always do you believe in their opinion, and not always you should believe in their opinion, but it's kind of trying to go just logically or like how you feel emotionally, trying to understand how can you drive the change so that, you know, if you failed, you don't feel miserable, you can actually go to the next stage. Brilliant. Brilliant. On that note, we're going to wrap up. Um, tell everybody, Alina, where can we find you on the internet? How can we connect with you? Yeah, so I'm very big on LinkedIn and you can follow my content, both motivational and professional. And then you can watch my TED Talk, Fail But Never Give Up, which is quite big at the moment as well. Wonderful. And so if you're listening to us on the podcast, we will have the links to Alina's um, LinkedIn profile and her TED Talk in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, down below in the description section we'll link it up for you as well do go check her out she sounds and she is one kick-ass lady you want to be following her and if you want to do, do connect with her thank you so much Alina, for giving us your time thank you so much for sharing your story so candidly it's been an absolute pleasure and you truly are inspirational thank you very much girl again for all the compliments <laughs> And thank you for listening to me and Alina today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest asking them, asking them for advice to build a, so that you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.